in nature, in clubs, in the ocean, yeah, in my ass. <laughs> to another episode of We Love It Here. I'm Mia. And I'm Lauren. And we are laughing for absolutely no reason. Like, before we start every single episode, Lauren and I look at each other and just get our laughter out. Yeah, we seriously just, like, we'll be like, okay, you ready to start? And then we'll just make eye contact. <laughs> and we will laugh for a solid, like, 30 seconds, and then we'll hit play. Um, but hi, guys. It's hey. nice to be back. Here we are. Back hey, again. Um, so Such consistency. So much consistency. And again, I'm always going to say this. We really appreciate you all for the support. I love when we get DMs from you guys about specific things that you liked about the podcast that made you laugh or like takeaways. Please keep them coming. Yes. Um, so let's start with our usual, the gratitude. Gratitude. What are you grateful for on this wonderful day? Well, I, this is going to be kind of corny. As always, I am grateful for the COVID vaccine, even though I have not gotten it yet. I'm so excited. I hate needles. I'm like, I have such needle phobia. And I'm like, oh my God, can I please get this shot? Like someone please give me this shot. (laughs) Give me. Did you pre-register? Yes, I did. Me too. If you are in Massachusetts, make sure, and you're not eligible yet, make sure you pre-register. If you're an anti-vaccine person, don't come for us. This message is (laughs) not for you. If if you're anti-vax, just stop listening. Stop listening. (laughs) Go educate yourself. Um, no, I think that's not corny. I think that's yeah. great. I am grateful for my family. And these are just little things that we uh, kind of don't really stop and focus on every day. But earlier today, as you know, um, I dropped off my mom at the airport. She's going back home to Morocco for a little bit. And just, you know, doing that makes me emotional all the time. Mm-hmm. But it also makes me super grateful to have a happy, healthy family. So that's who I am grateful for today. Lovely. Hit me with the recap. How has your week been? I feel like all my weeks are the same. <laughs> work. <laughs> I just work and chill and work again and chill. But I had another chill weekend, so it was good. And now I'm here with you and we recording. We had such nice weather in Massachusetts. For one day. Yes. And guys, if you don't live in New England, when it hits like 50 or 60, everybody's in shorts. So the first day that it hits 60 mm. is the last day that I wear a jacket. Like, even if it drops back down, like it snowed today and I'm not, I'm like, I'm not wearing a jacket. I hate wearing jackets. I feel you. I hate bundling up. It it just makes me so mad. Yeah. I, same. I'm right there with you. But same, I really had a super chill week, enjoyed the nice weather. Um, I host, well, kind of, there was an event hosted yesterday that I led a workout on and it's Mm -hmm. called uh, Body Fit So Lit by my friend Sarah. And it's this huge thing about like mindset. And I learned about eating for your chakras. which I had never heard about before. You guys should look that up. But it talks about your seven chakras and what you should eat for them. So that was interesting. That's something I learned. You have to teach me about that because I've never heard of that before. Absolutely. I got you. And I'll even give you the girl's IG who led that. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was super fascinating. Um, Sweet. So we're going to hop right into it. We're very excited and have so much to say about today's topic. Almost too much. Too much to say. All right, you guys, Lauren. Hit him with the drum roll. We are talking about... Instagram versus reality. Y'all, we're talking about the social media personas. You are either one of them or you know someone or you were that person. There's just so much. I think there's a lot in this episode that people aren't going to realize that like they've been doing it this entire time. Absolutely. Because I, I know I was like reading some stuff and I was like, oh crap, I do that. Yeah. And we both, I think we both recognized our growth and like we, we were like, this is something I used to do. Maybe something we still do. But just Lauren did some research and she'll share with us some of the, the research she did. But it's insane what stupid Instagram does to our brain. And just social media in general. It's yes. Not even Instagram. I mean, Instagram is one because you're posting a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. But like Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to focus on Instagram because that's the thing we use the most. I know you're on Facebook quite a lot. I've been like meaning to delete it. But I just don't because I've had it for so long. And like all my old pictures are on yeah. there. But like I just will go on there for one second. And I don't know why I always click on the comments on like news articles. You love and I just the comments. get so mad. Like and it's, and so it's like a rabbit hole for you. Oh, it's such a rabbit hole. Yeah, I like. So I, I'm also not big on Facebook. The only reason I keep it is because my family's on there. Right. 
Um, but I really go weeks without opening it up. But we both, I think I speak for both of us when I say we use Instagram more than anything else. Absolutely. So we're going to focus on that. Um, and Lauren's going to start us off with some research that she did. Brainy Lauren. Here I am. I love the facts. I just love like learning new also, stuff about this. Also, quick shout out to you. One thing that I absolutely love about Lauren is that whenever we're talking about anything, like anything under the sun, and I ask her a question, it can be random, like... I wonder what time it is in Zambia today. <laughs> she would pull up her phone and Google it. Like, she is the most non-lazy person when it comes to researching absolutely anything. Well, my whole theory with that is that you have literally all the information in the world in the palm of your hand. And yeah. if you have a question, like, why wouldn't you just... That's why I have you. Yeah, don't even have to use your thumbs. Like, just ask Siri. I don't use Google. I use Lauren. <laughs> all right, okay. I should start charging you. Um, okay, so... One of the main things that we're going to be talking about is social media personas. Um, so I found this really interesting definition of a persona. And before I say this, like, persona is not necessarily a bad thing. Persona no. is, you know, you have a work persona and a friend persona. You're not the same person you are at work versus with friends versus with family versus at the doctor's office. Just Different the, situations that you adapt to. Yeah. So this is by Carl Jung. And I looked him up. And yes, he's a real person. He's a psycholo- <laughs> uh, psychologist. Smart guy. Uh, so this is from 1953, so before social media was even a thing. Okay. So the persona is a complicated system of relations between individual consciousness and society, a kind of mask designed on the one hand to make a definite impression upon others and on the other to conceal the true nature of the individual. So basically just that kind of front you put up to when you're in certain situations. Um, and it's normal. Right. But, you know... When it comes to social media persona, there is an aspect of it that gets to be a little bit toxic and dangerous. I don't think it's normal. I think society made it normal. It's not like you're just supposed to come as you are. Like, that's who you are. That's who you make yourself. You're not supposed to be someone else. But social pressure but, but has made us put up an image. For social media, yes. For personas mm-hmm. in general, like like I said, like you're not going to talk to your boss the same way you talk to me. It's you, I mean, shit. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, so yes, for social media, yes. So they, I looked up some research about research. Okay. I did some research on research <laughs> that they did on how social media affects the brain. And this is specifically in adolescence. And this is through like MRIs. Like they literally looked at people's brains and to see like what parts of the brain social media affects. So psychologically and physiologically, getting likes on social media affects the part of our brain that recognizes reward. So to us, it's a reward. It's a good thing. And that releases dopamine and dopamine makes you happy. And happy people just don't kill their husbands. <laughs> I know. It's insane. I think this is this is kind of like a known thing where getting likes is like a reward on Instagram, which... Mm-hmm you know, is a shitty thing. Right. But, you, like, you know, the more likes you have, the more people like you, which right. is, like, so not true. And that's how our brain is, is routed And now. that's very similar to, like, addiction. So, like, it's the same part of the brain that, like, gambling addiction and drug addiction affect because you're like, okay, this feels good, and if it feels good, I want more of it, and I let don't want it to end, more. so, like, let me keep doing it. Yeah. Too. It's, like, never-ending. I can't stand someone who's, like, 35,000 posts. <laughs> that irks me. Who has me. the time? Oh, I've seen it. I have yeah. seen it. It's, yeah, that, that ain't it. Um, no, but that's, that's dope. I think I would love to kind of go from that into our social medias first Mm -hmm. and like what, how we feel our pages look slash what we think they look like slash what we are like in real life. Um, why don't you go first? Yeah. What's the, what do you think your page, what vibes do you think your IG page gives off? I mean, I try to be... And if you guys want to look at her page as we're talking about this, it's at Lauren B. Vincent. B is in boy. <laughs> we're never letting that go. Let me pull it up. Yeah. So I think a lot... I mean, first of all, a lot of my pictures are like travel photos because we travel a lot. Right. And I like to take pictures. Right. Um, but I really try to have it be a reflection of my life. I mean, obviously, you're going to pick pictures in which you look good. Um, and I honestly don't post on my feed that much. I'm more of like a story person. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that I don't use filters or anything like that, but I do not edit my pictures. Like, I don't edit myself in pictures. I might edit, like, the lighting, make it a little brighter, make everything look good. But I have never, ever, ever posted a picture where I, like, blurred my skin or changed the shape of my nose or, like, anything like that. Like, I, I mean, I post a picture with a filter. There's a picture I posted recently with a filter, and I literally was, like, can we all agree that filters are the best slash worst thing that ever happened? To right. like say like this isn't my real face. This is a filter. This is a filter. Yeah, and I'm looking at your page right now too, and your page is giving me like I'm a fun human who likes to enjoy life. I like to travel. There's pictures of you in like different parts of the world. You're smiling. 
And it's a lot of pictures with other people. Yes. So because I, my life <clears throat> is made more valuable by other people. Right. I, so well, that yeah, you know what I mean. No, absolutely, I know. And I don't think you post on your story as much as you think you do. Like, I think you might post every other day, and then you have days where you post more. But I don't think you're like a regular bubble. Yeah. No, I know. But like, I, like I'll post just like me sitting in bed, like talking about something. I mean, only if I have something to talk about. I'm not gonna post for no reason. Right. And I will vouch for the fact that. You are exactly like your social media in person, if not even fucking better. Um, you like the vibes you give off are who you are. Yeah, and that's that on that. Because I'm just like afraid of someone meeting someone and having to be like, oh, you're not like you were. The fucking fear. Like, oh my I, I god. I never want. Same thing with like, I never want someone to feel like I catfish them. So like, I'm not gonna edit my photos. Right. My dating profile has like different versions of me, like with makeup, without makeup, because that's yeah, in different who you places, in nature, in clubs, in the ocean. Yeah. In my ass. <laughs> <laughs> JK, she hasn't done that before yet. <laughs> that is very inappropriate. Um, <laughs> uh, make sure your kids are not listening to this with you. Yeah, I always make sure to mark it as explicit when I upload. Please mark them explicit. <laughs> okay, what um, about yours? Yours is, yours is different than mine. I think ours is completely different completely. from one another. Um, and mine... So I don't share a lot about my personal life, mm-hmm. okay? So I share what I want on social media and I think I share like 25% of my real life and for those who have met me in person and who are close to me know that one thing that I get all the time is like oh my god you're nothing like what I expected so I post mainly pictures of myself I love fashion my mom's a fashion designer so I like posting different fits I think I'm extremely versatile so I like Mm -hmm. doing like a gym fit, a going out fit, a chill fit. But you also notice that I don't have a lot of people on my Instagram. I think Lauren is the only person on my Instagram. I get I get onto Mia's feed only when it's my birthday. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a lie. Saying. It's a lie. That's but, a lie. But you, but like, out of everyone. There's one post and then the other one's my birthday. <laughs> no, and then this one. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We're scrolling through my IG as we speak. But yeah. honestly, I think the one person that gets the most features on my Instagram is Lauren. Uh, And then me, because I think Instagram should be whatever you want it to be. So if you're a person who loves nature, post your fucking flowers. If you want to post waves, post waves. If you want to post the sky, live your life. I like posting myself. Um, And just like Lauren, I don't edit my pictures at all. I I don't have any app that edits pictures. I don't know how to use those apps. Um, Maybe I'm just too old. Yeah, well, I'm also... No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not throwing shade at people who fix their pictures, but for me, I think... I, if I start doing, I, a I love myself. I think I'm. I look amazing. I look great. I'm very confident in how I look. But also, I think if I start to edit my pictures, that's going to affect me internally because I'm going to start to want to look like what those edited pictures look like, as opposed to myself. Um, and why edit them if I am happy with what I look like? I want to be relatable. Mm-hmm. I want to be real, and that's what I am. And, and you definitely are, like, on your story more. Yeah. So I have no problem posting myself without makeup. I have no problem posting myself without my hair done. Like, what you see is what you get. But I've gotten... And Lauren said it's because I don't smile a lot. Most people think I'm bitchy. So Most, also, half the pictures on Mia's uh, feed I've probably taken. Mm-hmm. But whenever I'm taking pictures of Mia, I'm like, can you just, like, take one smiling? You have such a pretty smile. And guys. then she ends up posting one where she's, like, <laughs> fl- like staring. Staring. Um, if you... Look up resting bitch face. My picture's under it because (laughs) (laughs) a bitch is a pro at doing that. Um, But honestly, I think that I do, I get a lot of, oh, you look so stuck up. You look bitchy. You look this, you look that. I'm the opposite of all of those things, but I don't feel like I need to prove prove that to people I don't know. Um, So for people who know me, you know the vibes. For people who don't, really what you see is what you get. If you are interested in getting to know me more, don't take my Instagram seriously, it's 25% of my life. Right, and you can't get to know someone by pictures they post. Absolutely not. And I think that another thing that Lauren and I talked about before this is we don't really, I'm going to speak for myself here and I'll let you say what you think. I don't really get satisfaction from likes or follows. Um, I don't care how many followers I have because for me what matters is like the legit, you know, it's quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. So if I lose like 2,000 followers in a day, I don't care. I don't keep track. My profile is not business. It's personal. Um, and like truly followers don't do shit for me and likes neither. I was telling Lauren that the, my reward, like what makes me feel rewarded is something work related. Um, you know, when I'm helping students out, cause I am an enrollment, um, advisor at a graduate school when I'm helping students out and they make that deposit to come to school and I get to work with them more. That literally makes me so fucking happy. But 
a like won't do it for me. If you were paying me $5 per like, bet. But yeah. that's not the case. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? How do you feel about like? So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that like if I post a picture and it gets a bunch of likes, it doesn't give me like a little bit of like a confidence boost. Yeah. But at the same time, if I wanted to, if I needed that feeling all the time, I would post way more than I do. Right. Like I don't post that often because... I'm just, like, I'm not, like, someone who, like, takes a bunch of pictures of myself unless I have, like, a reason to. Like, I'm on vacation or, like, you know, anything like that. So, no, it definitely You don't need the validation. I don't need the validation. And, like, I don't really care about followers either. Like, I look, like, every, like, maybe, like, once a month I'm, like, oh, look at that. I hit (laughs) three new followers. I hit this follower. But I also, like, care and, like, I switch my profile from, like, public to private. Right. Um, And we'll get into why. Yeah. Later on. But, so, like, I... I don't like when it's like you can tell it's a fake account following you because I'm like, what does this do for me? Like, right. Well, actually, when I am looking at my, like, you know when somebody follows you and you get a notification? If it is a, an account without a profile picture, yeah. I block it. Yeah. Just because. Same. Like, if you want to stalk me, stalk me with your whole chest. Like, yeah. don't make a, <laughs> and don't if make I, a fake account. If I cared about followers, we would just be like, accept, 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 accept. accept, right. accept. Totally. Um, so this is a great segue to kind of like... Like what you see might be what you get or it might not be what you get. And one of the examples that I want to use is um, when I started getting into fitness. So obviously for anybody who is in that journey or like, and it's not necessarily fitness. It can be makeup or fashion or blogging or whatever it is for you. But for me, it was fitness. And when I started getting into that, I followed a bunch of fitness chicks, you know, like just from different um, brands sponsored by different companies, just chicks who work out a lot. And then I had the opportunity to go to the Arnold, which is a big convention where uh, it's a bodybuilding competition, it's a powerlifting competition, but there's also booths. The um, Arnold as in Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, like Arnold that's Schwarzenegger. who it's like yeah. run by. It was in Columbus, Ohio, and I got the opportunity to go. Um, and it's just like different booths of clothes, of supplements, of you name it. And any um, uh, sponsored athletes are usually there. So you bump into like all of the famous IG people. And so I followed like 20 or 25 IG chicks. And once I got to the Arnold, I got to see all of them and they looked nothing like their social media like nothing at all and they were all like skinny and tiny and like super small and on their IGs they looked like taller more muscular more relatable and I was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> I literally felt like cheated on yeah. um so you feel know, duped because they like deceived you you come to realize that people make themselves look however they want to look using angles using filters and stuff like that so I was like I used to almost idolize these people and follow them and use them as motivation but they're nothing like me uh most of them are honestly like skinny girls who like put on a little bit of muscle and make it look like OD on social media. So I went back home and I literally unfollowed every single one of them because I'm like, I don't want to look up to these people. I want to look up to people with bodies like mine right? who are going through a similar journey because that's what's going to give me motivation. Right, because you don't want to like start to... Uh be like motivated by things that aren't real that are not real exactly and so one thing I will tell you guys like if you are idolizing so many people send me do you know that girl I think her name's Katia Henry or something no I've never heard of that it's some chick who lives in Miami and I get so many chicks that are like how can my ass get like this like I've seen that girl in Miami and even her ass does not look like her IG in person yeah and it's like stop idolizing things that are not real unless you see someone in person or you've met someone or you know don't idolize them don't look like them because most of the time they don't look like themselves right and you have to remember that like social media gives you the opportunity to create a version of yourself that looks the best Mm -hmm. and is the way you want to project yourself to others yeah so have you ever met someone who like has such seems so cool on social media and then you meet them in person and they are like the most boring person ever oh my god (laughs) wait i'm gonna there's a chick so lauren and i both know her and whenever you would watch her stories, it looks like she is getting, like, bottle service at One Oak every other day. Like, this chick, her Instagram stories are always popping, lit. They give you FOMO. You're like, oh, my God, she's living her best life. So hyped up. And we've been with her in some situations, and we would be sitting peacefully, quietly, having, like, a conversation, and she would, like, turn up some music, grab her phone, and be like, hey, hey, hey. (laughs) And we're like... You could hear a needle drop before you started taking that story. So, you know, it's just like in reality, 
she was never in those lit situations. She was just making it seem like what she wanted to make it seem. Right. And to like make it she, seem like she was having the time of her life. And people would be a, jealous. She's such a dull person. <laughs> it, I've definitely met people who on Instagram are one way and in reality are others. And I think in this day and age, it's easy to make Instagram friends, quote unquote, because... You know, we use Instagram as like a dating service. We use it as a friend service. We use yep. it as a business. Mm-hmm. So we have definitely met people on it that were like, "Wow, you are nothing like your." Yeah, and I Instagram. read something else that was like, Instagram gives you, or social media in general gives you a sense of like false intimacy with someone. Yeah. Because you think that you're looking into their like intimate lives. Same with like celebrities. Like you think you're seeing like behind the scenes and like into their lives, and you're like, "Wow, I feel so close to this person because mm-hmm. I know them." But, like, in reality, that person's on the other side of the country. You've never met them. You don't know what they're really like. You don't know what it's like when they put their phone down. Yeah. Yeah, And like, totally. I feel like, I, I don't want to keep bringing up the Kardashians, because I feel like it's, it's just, okay. You idolize them. It's okay. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. But, like, Kylie Jenner has said, she's like, I am nothing like what I am on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, this, that's not me. Like, that's not who I am. Like, I'm so quiet and, like, reserved in person and, like, all that stuff. So, I mean... And I I also think it's important to say that there are situations where it's the other way around. A person looks very blah on social media and then you meet them in person and they're a dope soul. And it's like, whoa, I like you and I'm so glad that you don't feel like you need to expose this on Instagram, you know? I've definitely met some people like that. Yeah. Or, like, I'd meet them and then I'd get their Instagram and it's just very, like, vanilla. And it's like, wow, you're dope. And it's fine that your Instagram's vanilla, but, like, I'm so happy for you that you don't feel like you need to expose that. Yeah, basically, stop. Take take people's social media personas with the biggest grain of, like, a Literally. salt lamp. <laughs> like, that <laughs> big of a grain, grain of, of salt. <laughs> yeah, because most of the time, it's not, it's not what it seems. And you talked about personality. Let's yeah. talk about physically. Yeah. Well, before <laughs> that, just real quick, I just want to, I saw this thing that was, like, the four reasons why people make fake are fake on social media and i think this kind of applies to everything we're talking about and gonna talk about Mm -hmm. so number one faking a lifestyle like people who post like rolls royce even though they it was parked outside and they walked up to it and took a picture (laughs) Listen, if the valet um at a restaurant is bringing back a rolls royce to someone don't ask him to sit in the passenger seat seat and break your neck for us to see the double r i can't even tell you how many dudes on on social dating profiles have pictures of themselves next to cars when you're gonna then go back home and sleep on a deflated mattress (laughs) with one one pillow no pillow a flat pillow (laughs) don't do that yeah. Okay. What are the number two? Is they're hiding something, so they're miserable in real life, yeah. but they want to feel the happiness of getting likes, so that they're making themselves look like they have a great life. That's so sad because like you're gonna have to put your phone down at some point and get back to your miserable life. So you need to work on your miserable. Yeah, it's life. like playing The Sims almost. Like you make like a fake person. Oh my god, that's such a great example. Um, number three is competition. So comp- competing with other people, whether it's your friends, your family, people you don't like. Guys, look back at the episode women versus women because we talk a lot about competing and i do think it's a lot of women being like well she travels a lot she's always doing this she's always you know bottle service i want to do that too did you hear about that thing where like influencers were taking pictures on planes that were like on the fake? runway oh my god wait what like, fake plane like they were private planes uh-huh. like they would take a picture in a private plane so you'd be like wow this person's taking wait, private planes on the runway they would like rent it for like two hours and take pictures in it and next to it but they didn't fly that anywhere is the saddest thing <laughs> i have ever heard i know about like people doing like backdrops that makes them look like they're no like, a pj there it was like a service where you could like rent a private jet that oh didn't go anywhere okay guys if you have a private jet membership this is if you have a membership and i think a membership is like 50 or 60k a year it costs you about 5k per hour to get a pj which to me sounds like you're taking a fucking l because you can save that money take a commercial ass flight first class and save it like just so you know, you're not any cooler by taking a PJ unless you're like future or like some celebrity yeah, and you're you worried about like and too you, many fans. Yeah, uh, Obama does yeah. not want to fly commercial. I understand that. But like, he, I feel like he would though yeah, if he could. It, right. Like there he's so like yeah, my man. and the fourth one is being popular, and I feel like that kind of ties into all the other ones. Like you want people to like you. It's a game of likes, comments. Like you go like to validation. Yeah, you go to like any extent. Like you set these benchmarks. Like I need to reach a thousand followers. I need to reach ten thousand mm-hmm. followers. I need to reach a million followers. Like what is that gonna do? Those yeah. followers don't actually care about you. They care about the persona that you're putting forth. Yeah, they care about your bikini pics. But what I think you should do is whenever you set 
if you're not an influencer, and we're not really going to talk about influencers because that's a whole other topic, and then Lauren and I are not influencers, so speak we can't speak, Yeah, we can't speak to it. I but... influence the shit out of people. <laughs> All right, okay. Positively or... Um, However I want. You know, but for real, if you are not doing, if you're not making money out of Instagram, but you're setting goals for yourself, like I want 1,000 followers, I want 300 likes, ask yourself why. Stop and ask yourself why. Stop. Pause the podcast. And if the answer does not make you money, if it's not like, oh, I'm going to collect, you know, a bag of $3,000 per 30 followers, then chill the fuck out. Calm your ass down. All the way down. Um, okay, so sorry. That was like a huge segue from the physical <laughs> aspect of it. No, that's I love that because that's totally right. And I think that's relatable. And that is something that we used to do. Mm. So we're not sitting here saying we're perfection. We don't care about these things. But... We were there, and we grew from it. Like, of course I wanted popularity on Instagram. Yeah. That was something... That's a human that... nature. And again, it's this whole thing in your brain that, like, it's setting off these receptors in your brain that make you feel good, and you can't control that. Yeah. So... Yeah. But on to the physical aspect. Yes. I think let's take a moment of silence for all of the girls who facetune the shit out of their faces. Guys, close Let your us eyes. pray. Moment of silence. Let's pray for them. <laughs> Lord and I, our eyes closed, sitting here <laughs> Literally our hands in crossed. silence. Like, why, why? Is this? Someone's going to see you in person. Qué? Someone's going to see you in person. Like, unless no one ever is going to see your face again. Oh, my goodness. Like, why is your face blurry? <laughs> <laughs> like, this looks like a security surveillance camera. Oh why does your God. face look like that? You're beautiful the way you are. You do not need that. And people can tell. People can tell. And... It's the body thing that does it for me. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you noticed this on, like, Instagram chicks or whatever, people who post bikinis a lot, and those who do face tune, their belly buttons look, like, flat. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Their belly button looks weird. Pay attention to people's belly button yeah. when it's face tuned and it does not look normal. It looks like it was added. I don't think I've ever noticed that before. Oh, my God. That irks me. It's, like, it makes me cringe. Or, like, when celebrities get called out because there's, like, a blur uh, and yeah. something, like, the fucking thing is, like, bent. Crazy. I, I thought we left, like, Photoshop in 2000, but now people are using face tune and all these things and you're blurring your face and you're adding lashes and you're making look, maybe you're making yourself look like someone who doesn't exist. Whereas, like, if you want to be curvier, you know, work on that. Like, go to the gym, eat right, do whatever you need to do. If you want to be thicker, same goes for that. Or, better yet, love yourself the way you are. Do you really want people to meet you in person and be disappointed immediately? Like, honestly, like, do you really want someone to, like, be like, oh. That's a catfish. Yeah. There's um, there's a girl on Instagram, and she's dating this um, this famous dude. He's a designer. I'm mm-hmm. not going to disclose names out of respect, but. It's me. <laughs> it be me. And she, every single story or post, she has a filter on, but it's, like, one of those, like, super intense Instagram filters that Ugh. have, like, lashes up to your eyebrows and, like, green eyes and stuff. Mm. And she looks like a pretty girl naturally, but I don't know what she looks like. And I'm just, like, damn, like, I just shoddy i just want to see what you look like let me see your face i know but you never can because like it's such a big thing now that people are just face tuning and like 16 different apps of this 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 and all and if you also notice everybody looks the same now yeah because there's like one standard of beauty apparently and one filter that everybody yeah so it's that's that's insane to me and i think we're not here to shit on these people a little bit but what we're really here to say is like people follow your social media and there might be someone looking up to you, especially if you're an influencer or someone with a lot of followers. So don't give them like a false thing to set as a goal. Yeah. And like, why do we look at these people? We know they're filtered. We know that they've had plastic surgery, which nothing wrong with plastic surgery. We know that they're fake in a lot of ways Mm because social media in general is fake. And yet we still say we want to look like them. Mm-hmm. Like, just put on the same filter. You'll look the same. 100%. Like, I don't understand that. Like, why are you like, oh, I wish I was as beautiful as XYZ. Yeah. When, like, you literally can see the name of the filter that they're right. using. I've, I've, got, I've gotten past that so much because I we all did it. We all were at a point where we'd scroll. Go to your Explore page. Apparently, Explore page only picks up, like, pretty chicks with filters on. And there's just, like, like big lips, like, nice bodies, and you look at it and you're like, I want to look like this. Well, like, they don't look like that. You know what I mean? So now I'll catch myself, and I'm like, no, 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 hold up. I'm pretty. Open up that front camera, double chin, we out here, we're repping, we're cute. And, you know? Yeah, another thing is, is, like, 
people only put on social media the best versions of themselves and like you think that they're sharing their whole life and you think that you're sharing your whole life but baby girl if you were sharing your whole life you would be posting pictures in sweatpants with your hair a mess like yeah that's it's not wake up in the morning it's not real life yeah it's what people want other people to perceive themselves as i have so much respect for people who actually don't mind i'm not gonna say looking ugly because i don't think you know (laughs) people who just post themselves in every single state on their IG. Like, woke up, still got them crumbs between your eyes, and posting on IG. Like, crumbs. That's a nice live, way to put it. Live your best life. You know what I mean? Like, I respect that so much. And yes, the grass is always greener on social media. It's not real. Um, and so, I think that a lot of things have come out of this, like, personas and fake personas on social media. And one of them is stealing pictures of other people and creating fake profiles. Oh, my God. Raise your hand if you have been a victim of this. My <laughs> hand, raising her. <laughs> I'm raising both my hands. <laughs> my hands are touching <laughs> the ceiling right now. So it has been brought to my attention, like, most of the time. I never really find them. Someone will send me a picture, uh, an Instagram. Somebody was on Tinder using oh my, my picture in Morocco. But, like, people would send me um, either profiles or Tinder pages or whatever of people using my pictures. And I know that this is something that a lot of people go through. Um, well, not a lot, but, like, a good chunk. Um, I have one question. Why? What are you looking to achieve? What are you looking to achieve? Like, if you're, like you said, if you're, like making money out of it you know like if you're like hey sis i need to use this picture can you send me a picture of you holding a fork because i'm telling this dude it's me and i he's gonna give me ten thousand dollars like secure the bag bet let's split it i'm sending (laughs) you a picture of me holding a fork right now send me some of that money let's work together but if you're just doing it to do it like if you're doing it to attract men you probably want to meet some of these men in person what are you gonna what are you gonna show up as sis huh what are you gonna show up as yeah like, I never... Tell us. I, I'm, I'm actually... That's an actual question. Tell us. I never get that. And then, recently, actually, the last two accounts that I found using my pictures liked my pictures on Instagram. And then I would literally be like, I looked at my likes and I saw my picture. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait. No, I, like I was like, that looks familiar. So I go on. And, like, the last person used some, like, fucking raggedy ass... Like old pictures. No, not even that. They used, like, some white name. Like, Joyce. I oh. think Joyce. It was Joyce. Do I look like a Joyce? <laughs> like, Joyce is 65 years old, sitting in her rocking chair, probably sewing on her porch. She I has been vaccinated. <laughs> Joyce is chilling. I'm not Joyce. So, like, I, why? Truly, like, I never understand why people use other people's pictures. And I really feel bad for them because that just means you're insecure in yourself. You don't like what you look like. You think these other people on IG look better than you. So you're like, what? Let me use their pictures. Why don't you just make a Pinterest mood board? <laughs> Make a Pinterest mood board and use inspo on it, but stop stealing pictures. Whenever that happens, I always message them and I'm like, hey, why are you stealing my best friend's pictures? Like, why? What are you doing it for? It used it used to bother me. I'm not going to lie. I used to be like, oh, my God, I don't know what you're going to do with my pictures. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm flattered. I'm tired of you doing this. <laughs> stop. Work on yourself. Love yourself. Use your own pictures, sis. And that's just something that I can't fucking stand. Yeah. And this, you, fake Instagrams is our segue into... Yeah. Finstagrams. So my perception... So let's just say that you and I have different perceptions of Finstagram. Yes, because... So for me, I didn't even know Finstagram was a thing until like maybe like two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like it was such a new thing because it's something like... It's definitely like a Gen Z thing. It's not really a millennial for thing. For sure. And the only... Pe- I had heard of Finstagram, but I never really knew like why people did it. Right. And the people that I know who have them have it so that like they can post things that they wouldn't normally post like whether it's like skimpier pictures or videos of them falling down drunk and like sharing it only with like a very small it's like a private account with very small group of people which you said is like kind of like close friends on story so my perspective i don't i'm not a big fan of finstagrams i know a handful of people who have them when i think finstagram i think like teenager has nothing to do decides to make a second account because like who has the time to do that you know but i understand that you know i also found out about them two three years ago and i understand that people people use them for different reasons some people use them to look at other people's profiles and they don't want their names to appear some people use them to post stuff that they don't want everyone to see but that's what close friends on instagram is for i know close friends is pretty recent yeah but like to me it just doesn't make sense to have i i'm a pretty like 
safe person when it comes to what I put out into the world. Yeah. Like you falling out drunk, falling down drunk is going to, if you put it out and you think that you have your friends on your Finsta, like that's out in the world. Right. Who knows where it's going to end up. If it's a picture of you, I don't know, like boobs out and you're like, oh, only my friends are seeing this. That's a picture that's Anyone out can in the screenshot world. it. Like as soon Anyone as you piss off one of your friends. Exactly. Yeah. So to me, that's my main reason of being like, nah, I don't want this shit out. Yeah. And if it is a picture, like I will never post booze on IG. I will never. There's so many things I don't post on my IG that I'll post on my close friends. Yeah. Um, so I think that why a Finsta when you can just do close friends? Like who has the time to have a second account for, like, shit that doesn't matter, that I, might even, like, maybe ruin your future. I actually wonder if, like, the people... Because the people that I know who have Finstas, I haven't, like, talked to them about it since Close Friends, so right. I wonder if they still use them. But another thing about, like, people it being out in the world forever yeah. is another thing that I was... When I was looking up, like, the research on it, it like... Experts say that like only mature adults should be using social media because younger people they're still developing and when it's too ingrained in their lives like kids nowadays are growing up with social media right. like we had it like in middle school yeah up but it was still like very new yeah I didn't get my um, Instagram account until I was I think like a sophomore in college I had an Instagram account like back when it was just like a photo editing app yeah and I posted like three things in college yeah. and I was like. And then after college is when I, like, actually started same, using it. Same. So when kids nowadays are using these these platforms so early and they're not fully mature, yeah. they are more likely to post things that can have negative effects that they will never be of able to course. get back. They post racist slurs. They say things that they don't mean. Sometimes it's like you're drunk and you're saying something. And that's shit that catches up to you. So it's funny. I always – and this is – before I think Instagram was like the it thing, I used to joke with my friends that there's like, you know, things that I would do, but I'm like, I would never post about this because yeah. one day, I don't know, maybe I want to be president or, well, I can't because I wasn't born in the US. <laughs> but, but you know, like things in my future and I'm not going to be dumb enough to put things on my social media. Yeah. And like the whole thing with like cancel culture nowadays is like a whole different topic. Yeah. But it's people who, when social media first started, posted stuff and they didn't realize the consequences of it. And now that they're in places of position, people are looking back and being like, oh, remember when you said the N-word? Yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't believe in cancel culture. No. I'm, I'm not that deep in Instagram. Because I heard something floating around about like um, uh, side parts and some kind of jeans. And, and skinny like, jeans? And skinny jeans. And they're like, this is canceled. First of all, don't fucking tell me what's canceled and what's not. I'm a side part and wear the skinniest jeans. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? If you it? ever see me in not skinny jeans, it's not me. If you ever see me and my hair is not in a side part from today on, it's not me. <laughs> I really want to know what you're going to do about it. I tried a middle part last weekend. Remember I saw you and you I tried it? You look sexy No, but that wasn't a middle part. No, I tried the middle part you and I was yeah. like, I look stupid. Yeah. I'm going to go back and flip my hair over. But... You can be petty and do a middle part. Well, all I'm saying is like... Do what looks best for you. Yeah. All I'm saying is it's crazy to me when people are like, oh my God, I can't do this. It's canceled. The laughing emoji. <laughs> like what dumb person fell on their head and decided we're canceling the laughing emoji? Like, first of all, suck a big D. Nobody's canceling the laughing emoji. Like, and are you, it's like mostly teenagers doing this. Like, do you really care what teenagers right. think? Right. It's like an executive being like, oh, I can't send that. It's canceled. <laughs> like, no. Like, whatever. Cancel culture is stupid. I don't believe in that shit. You shouldn't either. Do what makes you happy. But we were talking about, like, teenagers using social media. And I want to segue into oversharing. Yes. Because that's the thing. And that's the thing on so many different... Uh, perspectives, whether it comes to your relationship, Ugh. what you do on a day to day. But the first thing I want to start with is something I feel very passionately about, and it's a very unpopular opinion. But I share it. Lauren, L Lauren thinks so too. But breastfeeding in your social media. Here's the thing. I think you should breastfeed wherever the fuck you want to breastfeed. If you want to breastfeed on a sidewalk, do it. If you want to stop in the middle of a mall, put your titty out and breastfeed, please be my guest. We don't want to fucking see it, okay? Over and over and over and over again. If you post it once to say, hey, I'm pro breastfeeding, great, amazing. There's people who post themselves breastfeeding every other day. And would you post, like, it's not the fact that it's like your boob is out. It's the fact that like, would you post yourself 
eating. Like, it's one thing to post the food that you're about to eat, <laughs> but would you literally, like, put the camera in front of your face and film yourself eating and post it? Like, Give your no. child some privacy, okay? Your child wants to suck that milk in private. And, <laughs> like, I don't post my cats eating their right. food. It's just, like, great. We get it. You're a rebel. Oh, my God. I'm here for breastfeeding in public. Yes, that's a thing. We normalized it a long time ago. Please stop pulling out your titty on Instagram and breastfeeding your child. Like, we get it. Stop doing it. Don't come for me. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I, breastfeeding in public used to make me uncomfortable when I was, like, a teenager yeah. because I was just like, oh, my God, your boob is out. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, oh, my God. But now, but now like, who has those? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Still. Uh-uh, it ain't me. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, yes, that's a beautiful thing. It's a private moment. You can do it in public, but yeah. it's, like, one-on-one bonding. And it's like, or like when people post like their kids on the toilet, I'm like, post yourself on the toilet. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're so comfortable. Oh, it, it like really irks me. It's as if I was like, okay, well, the teenagers are saying skinny jeans and middle parts are yeah. canceled. So I'm going to post myself in skinny jeans and a middle part on my Instagram every single day to <laughs> prove to them that it's not canceled. Yes. Like who has the time? Okay. Breastfeed in your own time. Do you boo boo. Do it wherever you want. We just don't want to see it on your social media all the time. Thank you. But it's the same, um, like anything, we don't need to see all the time. Like things that are... Why don't we talk about relationships? Yeah, but just like things that are ab- things that are normal, like eating, drinking, going yeah. to the bathroom, yeah. taking a shower. Like you exactly. don't need to post like everyday things. Please stop posting a full song playing while you're driving. <gasps> That's my pet peeve. I know so many people I that do that. A, I know the song. B, I know that highway. I don't want to see either of those. The things. whole song. The whole song. The whole song. Literally, or this is pre-COVID when you go to a concert and film the whole thing. Did you enjoy it though? <laughs> Didn't your hand hurt from filming the whole thing? Also, I don't know if you knew this, but there's a cameraman that filmed the whole thing. <laughs> So and if you look back, it. it's just like shaking, your hand shaking because you're jumping. And it's you screaming, so we can't even hear oh the artist. It's just you singing along. I used to be bad about that, and then I was like, I never Dude. even look at these afterwards. Yeah. Like, what if you're going to make, if you have a Finsta, m- make a Finsta with zero followers and post it on it. Get it out of your system, and then, you know, go to sleep. If that's what makes you go, go to bed sleep. peacefully, great. Okay. But like, that Re- shit. Uh-uh. No. Relationships. Oh my god. <laughs> We're going to talk about oversharing in relationships yes. because there's <laughs> I I mute people now and we'll talk about unfollowing people in just a second, but we don't need to know every time your partner farts <laughs> or every time your partner sips water or like please tells you something stop. nice. Please stop because to me I see some people on social media and they're, I, they idolize. I think I'm here for love. I'm here for healthy relationships. I'm here for you being proud of who you're with and posting them if you want to. But if you idolize that person so much and every single story is about them and, oh my God, he opened the door for me. Oh my God, he fed me. Oh my God. Like, it's a validation thing. It's like for validation. People, on average, people who post over post about their relationships are unhappy in their relationships oh, yeah. and they're trying to prove to themselves yeah. and others that their relationship is fine. Yeah. Every single person who overshares in their relationship is so mad right now, but you know we're right. Yeah. Like, we don't... And then what kills me too is like the every single post... If every single post on your Instagram is your boyfriend or girlfriend, I'm judging you. I'm sorry. I'm being honest. But also one day that stops and then all of the pictures are deleted. No, now we're invested in your relationship. We're on season three of this relationship. And they're like, please what respect happened? my privacy. It's yeah. like, no, bitch, you just no, posted bitch. about it. No, we, we've been on this together. Now we're all in a relationship. We want to know what happened. <laughs> this is our relationship. Why did we break up? <laughs> it's a whole happened? false intimacy thing. Yeah, like, so... I think oversharing is corny. Like, if you're truly happy in your relationship, you don't have time. It's great for you to post pictures here and there, but like every other post or you know every story is a force. Like, and stop posting things that that they are supposed to be doing and make it seem like it's a big deal. Yeah, like literally stop idolizing minimal effort. Someone will do the smallest thing for you, and you're like, oh my god, you know, my husband. No, they, they ordered me Taco Bell. Oh my god. Oh my god. He picked me up. Um, <laughs> train station. Oh my god. Like no. You're the best, baby. I love you so much. Oh my god. That's just so corny to me. When I'm, I see that, I'm like, your relationship is shit. I also hit the unfollow button so quick right now. Yeah. And I want us to um, talk about one last portion of oversharing before we talk about um, about. Um, 
unfollowing yeah and that is people who do things like cry on instagram like post themselves crying oh my god that's another form of oversharing in my opinion lauren and i were talking before about this and it's like people who post so much and like they post um i'm depressed or i'm anxious and you posting yourself crying on your social media is not going to make you feel better because you were saying people's comments so, are... So, like, yes, like, I suffer from depression, anxiety, PTSD, like, all those things. Great. Fun times. I've never, ever, 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 ever posted about it. No. Because I don't... That's personal. That's something, that, like, I don't need... I'll talk to someone about it if it, like, comes up. Right. I'm not afraid to share it, but I'm not going to be like, here's eight reasons why I'm depressed. <laughs> well, also, you don't internalize it. You work on it by going to therapy, by yeah. journaling, by doing all the things you need to do to work on that depression. Because you know that if you post yourself crying or sobbing on social media people's comments aren't going to do anything for you. It's like when it's like, oh, I'm sad. And someone's like, don't be sad. And you're like, okay, thank you. Here's the the thing. This is what what happens every single time. You post. So if I posted, OMG, I am so depressed today, then like 10 people who are have good intentions are going to reach out. This is what always happens. They're going to reach out and be like, what's wrong? What do you need? How can I help you? And then you're like, don't talk to me. I need privacy. Respect my privacy. It's like, or like, I don't want to talk about it. People, when they post themselves in the hospital, and then you're like, what's wrong? And they're like, I don't want to talk the about it. The hospital band. <laughs> if I see one more person with that fucking hospital band, I hope you stay in there for I, long. I don't want to talk about it. And they're like, I'll text you privately. And it's like, no. No. You posted it to your feed you to everyone. You won't tell everyone what happened. Yeah. This is an us thing now. Like, yeah. Just, it, like, the moral of the story is like, Sometimes you want people to care and they don't really care. And that's it. And you posting it on social media is not going to make people care more. If you're a person who likes to be pitied, that's mm. unfortunate. You know, maybe work on that. But oversharing is not cute. It's corny. Just social media is not therapy. It's, it's not, not going to help you in any way to post it. Seek a therapist, sis. Um, and I think the last thing we should talk about to wrap up, because we know we can go on and on and on, on, and on is and on. just like normalizing unfollowing people whose content does not add to your life yes and i think that is such a taboo topic nowadays because it's like if you unfollow me that means you don't like me or that means you're not my friend or you don't care about me and that shit is cap like that's not true if you follow someone's social media that means you actually care about the content they create right and it adds to you. Right. And if you unfollow them, that means that it does not add to you, but you can still have a friendship in real life if that's what you guys actually are. Yeah. Or just like mute, like don't look at their posts. If you, if, if you're friends with someone, and this is like a whole another thing, who would be very upset if you unfollow them, just mute them. Mute them. Oh my God, the mute button's so beautiful. Did you know that there's a mute button? Well, now I didn't you know. until Mia told me. So there's three buttons at the top of, um, I, I think you should go on the person's profile, but if you need instructions on how to mute someone, reach out. I'm happy to tell you. <laughs> Step-by-step um, instructions. <laughs> literally. Um, and so what that means is their stories will just not pop up for you. Their posts won't pop up for you. And you don't have to unfollow them if you don't want to. Although I say, fucking unfollow them. And um, I think about five months ago, I unfollowed a friend of a friend because not for anything bad like i barely see this person we're not really friends in real life but we're cordial and they barely post and so i unfollowed them and they have one of those apps that tells you when people unfollow you which i I think is extra corny i literally thought those were fake if you have time to have that app i'm so sorry you have too much time you have too much time on your hands find a hobby (laughs) but um they literally reached out to our mutual friend to be like why is mia acting up like why is she doing this why did she unfollow me and literally felt a way about it and to me i'm like that's a big bucket of corn like that's so corny (laughs) that's a cob that's That's a a whole whole, that's a whole (laughs) cob of corn like you are ODing. um so a lot of people do it for optics and like you don't care about someone and you don't really want their content just you normalize on following people and being friends in real life. And like my mom and I were talking about this, I think two days ago, and I was telling her and my mom's like, that's just so stupid. And I'm like, well, mom, apparently if you unfollow me on Instagram now, that means you're no longer my mom and I'm no longer <laughs> your child because Instagram validates our relationships. Every so, couple of months I go through who I follow and I unfollow people that either like don't post anymore or their content's no longer relevant to me or right. they post too much and annoys me yeah. or like it's a don't celebrity it that I don't care about anymore. Like Do, just, I, yeah. I unfollowed so many celebrities it's insane i don't care about your life yeah um so guys normalize unfollowing people whose content's not relevant to you anymore and also normalize not taking it personally when someone else unfollows you it's not the fucking end of the world if you can pick up your phone and still have a conversation with them that's all that matters um anything to add to that 
No. But Don't. I did just think of one more thing. Yes. That I am so guilty of. I've definitely done this before. This is, I mean, this is kind of a tangent, but not really because it's relevant to the topic. Okay. For the ladies out there, and if you're a man, just take your headphones out because this is our secret. <laughs> How many times have you po- been talking to someone and they aren't giving you enough attention? Oh, my God. So you post something on Instagram and then watch to see if they interact with it. Yeah. Because I do that way too often. I used to do that, And I too. hate that I do it. And I'm like, every time I do it, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop that. <laughs> hey, look at me. What I say? No, no. I, I think that is so normal. And I think I used to do that. I'd post on my story more. And I yeah. would. And then you check to see yeah, if they watch it. Yeah, you check to see if they watched it and if they're going to say anything about it. But I think lately what I decided is better is being mysterious. Don't let him fucking know what you're doing so that if he wants to know, he'll reach out to you, you know? Me as the queen of mystery. I just, people just don't need to know my life unless you're a very, very close person. Unless you're me. No one else knows. Unless you're Lauren or my family, I'm all set. Um, But really, moral of the story for this episode is don't take social media seriously. It's fake. If you take Instagram seriously... Look inward. Just unfollow me because I'm here for some ignorant shit. <laughs> like, like, I'm not here. I'm not here to, you if, know. If social media makes you feel some type of way about yourself, like, just take a break. Like, it's so liberating. Oh, my God. And if you take a break, please don't announce it to the world. We don't fucking care. <laughs> I will be taking a break. I swear we're like, okay, we're done with this episode. We're like, wait, but I remembered something, yeah. which I actually did. Um, normalize not coming back on IG after not being on it for two hours and be like, I'm so, so sorry. I've been MIA. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to take some time off. I trust me, baby girl or baby boy. Nobody's been checking for you. Mm-hmm. Take as many breaks as you want. You don't have to announce if you're leaving or coming. Do you? Do you? Like, you don't have to clock in or clock out of Instagram. No. All right? Nope, nope, nope. Awesome. Um, so, moral of the story, it's fake. Don't take it seriously. Post whatever the fuck you want. Don't overshare. Be smart. Be you. Be free. Be free yourself. <laughs> and honestly, if you feel like social media is taking over your life, just delete the app for like a week. And after like the first day, you'll be like, oh, I don't even miss it. Yeah. Because I did that and I was shocked with how much I didn't even Such care. Such an amazing I thing. mean, I still went back to it because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like a boredom thing. But um, So our small business that we are shouting out today is for our 420 friendly friends. A.K.A. me. A.K.A. people who like weed. So <laughs> the business me. is called Purple Alien and... What it is, is it aims to bring smiles to your adorable faces while making your lives just a little less miserable through our, through their, not our, absolutely <laughs> delicious treats that are infused with Delta 8. Um, so what they are is they, they're an edibles company. It's a small company founded by a good friend of mine. Um, Lauren and I might have tried their stuff. It is we may not amazing. Have. It is so good. And so they have so many different things like s'mores, Oreo s'mores, space gummies, uh, Cocoa Pebble Rice Krispies, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Treats. Like, Too good. You name it, they have it. Um, it's uh, on Instagram. I don't think they have a website yet. We will plug their Instagram on our little description, but it's purple with two R's, dot alien. So P-U-R-R-P-L-E dot alien. Um, you can DM them on their Instagram and ask for what they have and the prices. Um, if you tell them that you have been sent from our podcast, you might get a little discount. A little discount. A little discount. Not me. Um, but yes, follow them, message them. I have so many friends who have purchased from them and have loved it. So go support a small business. I'm like about to buy. Yeah. So, oh, after that list of stuff, I'm like, oh man. Yeah. No, it's it's super, super yummy. Again, if you're 420 friendly, if you are not, then you should stop then this podcast. Then you can podcast. just stop the podcast. <laughs> um, well, guys, it is such a pleasure Yeah, this was back. a good episode. This was so great. And I honestly, I'm just so grateful for the fact that I get to sit down with you and talk about these important topics every week. And put our foreheads together. Yes. Literally. And kiss. <laughs> Mine is that last no, part. Um, but we are going to go back to our hookah that we put aside because the gargle was just too loud. We tried to see if we could smoke the hookah and record, and it was literally like... It was like... <laughs> it was like, <laughs> we're like okay, it sounds like there's a tractor behind us. Um, so we're going to get back to that, but we hope you guys love it here as much as we love it here. Yes. Have a fabulous rest of your week. And we, we love, love you. you.